Welcome back to Bop to This Music. After our, what, six-month hiatus? Oh, my <laughs> was gosh. Was it that long? Yeah, it was a while. We, we had a... Before, we had a summer break, and then now <laughs> we have a fall... Fall and, slash winter yeah, break. Yeah, but we're back. We're back stronger than ever. Yeah, but this episode is going to be a little different from our previous episodes. It's not going to focus on... The hits of late, then said they're going to be all about an artist. And this artist's day is going to be, Drew, tell us. It's Lady Gaga. My favorite artist. Drew's obsessed with her, obviously. I like her, but I'm not obsessed with her. I feel like you liked her a lot when she first came out, and then your enthusiasm kind of got more tepid. I was definitely one of her, like, earlier champions. Yeah. Um, But then I felt like as Lady Gaga progressed... Her personality changed as well. Like, she Mm -hmm. became very cocky and, like, thought she was the shit, essentially. It definitely seemed that way, especially when she entered her Born This Way era. Yeah. Because she was at the height of all heights. She was. Yeah. But with it, I felt like she needed more humbleness, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really care for that. Fair enough. I, I feel like every artist goes through that at some point. They... They Britney never did. Well, <laughs> I mean, the thing about this is she that... She did have a rough patch, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she had a rough patch. And the thing about Lady Gaga's, though, she has consistently turned out good songs, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, maybe not... She's had definitely some misses. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not talking about the misses today. No. But, like, she's definitely had misses, but she's been consistent in that. She, she What I will give her credit for is that she is so persistent and strong in her career mm-hmm. she continuously tries to evolve which is pretty commendable yeah she's always trying to reinvent herself not do the same thing over and over so yeah you gotta give her props for that well she did rip her career off of madonna's playbook so let's be honest about that well you um, say that all the time and she did and she did and she did it well so, anyways, Drew, tell us about what, what are we going to do in today's episode? <laughs> we are going to be talking about uh, deep cuts. And if you're not familiar with what a deep cut is, it's basically a song from an artist that um, is underrated in some senses. It's kind of overlooked at certain times. And it's basically a song that's not released as an official single from that artist. Yeah, there I live for deep cuts. Like to me, an artist's singles are always good. I mean, sometimes they're, they're hit or miss, but like mm-hmm. the album and some people call them fillers. I mean, because they, they like, oh, it's not the, the hit tracks, sure. but the album usually is full of some t- sort of nugget. Mm-hmm. And today. We are going to talk about Drew's top three nuggets or deep cuts from Lady Gaga's career, and as well as mine, and yeah. we're going to just kind of do a deep dive analysis for y'all. Yeah. So let's introduce you to my first deep cut from Uh-oh. Lady Gaga. It is Monster from The Fame Monster. So take a listen. So that was Monster by Lady Gaga from The Fame Monster, circa 2009. 2009. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was on sync, too. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'll just start off by saying that 
This is probably the song that should have been a single from that album. Um, I don't know. To me, it, it has the most addictive, catchy quality to it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the song is definitely one of the, probably one of the catchiest on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, honestly, I was still singing it after we listened to the song before this again. Yeah. I was still lingering in my head. But the thing is, like, looking back now, the song, I mean, I've always loved the song, but I think it was kind of, I will say it's ahead of its time in that it's very darky and moody, and I feel like our music hasn't really shifted. Pop music has not shifted to that until as of recent. Sure. And people, I don't think the general public was ready for a song like this on the radio. Interesting. So you're saying that's why she... Didn't release I mean, as a single. Possibly. I mean, come on. It's either this or Telephone, which was a very mass overproduced song with Beyonce, one of the mm-hmm. biggest hits. There's a reason why she'd pick that one yeah. over type of song like this. Even though Monster is by far better in quality. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. By far. I mean, even Lady Gaga said she doesn't really like Telephone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like it because it's probably the first time that it showcases Gaga's vocals, hmm. um, the strength of them. Really? Yeah. I feel like The Fame, her first album, was very overproduced, had all the okay. EDM-sounding parts to it. So I feel like for the first time, she didn't use that overproduction as part of her her song. So yeah. I don't know. Okay. Because compared to her first album, yes, The Fame Monster definitely showed off her vocals more. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I was listening to a song the other day from The Fame, and I'm like, God, her, her voice was very, like, auto-tuned. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I think what actually one of my notes that I wrote down for this one is that I like that she sings her in her natural tone of voice without over-singing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like as of late, she always over-sings now. She goes, ah, that whole, that whole like... Her growl. Yeah, I don't <laughs> see, like, I like it, but, like, tone it down a bit more. In this song, as you guys heard, like, her vocals are more subdued. They're, they're, they're normal. She's very relaxed. Very relaxed. And I think that this is where she really thrives, mm-hmm. is songs where she's not overdoing it. Yeah, because... I mean, she does have a limitation as far her, as far as her range. I think over the years she's expanded her range to an extent, but mm-hmm. um, this is this is definitely her sweet spot. Yeah, uh, this range that she has on Monster. Um, so, yeah, I also that. love that the '80s vibe to it. Like it's very mm-hmm. like has a nice '80s groove to it. Yeah, um, and the intro is like what really captures you into the song. That <laughs> like the whole. Moody. It gets you sets up the vibe. For yeah, her. she does definitely has a lot of captivating sounds to her music, yeah. which is is helpful in drawing in new fans and and old fans. But yeah, she's very unique in that respect that she has these interesting sounds throughout her catalog. Was it hard to pick this one for your deep cuts? Like, or was it very easy? Like, no, no, no. This was so easy. Like, this is one of my favorite songs of her all yeah. of all time. So. Yeah, I think I had it on my short list. Okay. And so it's definitely one that I think everyone should be listening to. Okay. Yeah, I agree. That's why I picked it. <laughs> All right. So why don't we go ahead and we'll go to my uh, first deep cut pick. Yeah, I'm interested. Too. And it's also a throwback. And it's called AAA, Nothing oh. Else I Can Say, um, off of her first record, The Fame. Take a listen. Someone. 
So that was AA, nothing else I could say. Can't say. Parentheses. Parentheses, whatever. <laughs> so, and right, literally after I, we stopped the last recording, Drew was like, but that was a single. And I said, but I was not single in the United States. And I verified that. And in fact, I was correct. Okay. Um, Fair enough. And that's why I think it's a good deep cut. Like, there's a video for it, but like, this is a track that I think it's sort of the end of what the fame at the end of that record. Um, and the reason why I love this is that it's so simple mm, yeah, and it's so opposite of what that record was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, it kind of, have you heard Lady Gaga's demos ever? Like her old, I've heard old some stuff? of them. Yeah. Like they were simple, right? Mm-hmm. Like she just, she knows pop music really well, which is terrific. And to me, this is like an emulation of her understanding of pop music. It has yeah. a nice tropical beat to it. It's smooth. And the lyrics are, are about, moving on from someone in a very kind of like fun and flirty way. Yeah. I wrote down in my notes that it's, it's bubblegum pop at its mm-hmm. finest. It's like the ideal bubblegum pop song. Um, it's very carefree and lighthearted and it's got that airy tone to it. Um, so it's it's a very easy listen. Um, you could listen to it on repeat several times and not get sick of it. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I can understand why you picked it. Um, yeah. And Speaking about the video, it's it also goes with that vibe of carefree mm-hmm. lightheartedness. Um, she looks gorgeous in this video. Like, yeah, she's not overdone. She has a simple leotard. Yeah, it was like in the bow thing. Yeah, she's kind of uh, playing into her stereotypical Italian American yeah. roots, like uh, ironing and then like cooking and like, yeah, cooking Italian stuff. food. And then she has this very dark tan. So yeah, oh gosh, it looks amazing <laughs> in that video. Yeah, so it's a very fun video for sure. Um, from that record, I loved all of her like cherry tree record recordings. <laughs> so like she had a couple songs that where she says cherry cherry boom boom yes. like that whole thing. And to me, I when this type of song is what I kind of yearn for Lady Gaga go, to go back to someday. I want her to go back to simple pop, um, mm-hmm. to not overdo it, not to go country, not to go jazz all this BS, like, be authentically to who you are yourself. And I think that is her, who she is. And mm-hmm. I, I think her new stuff is kind of what she is too, but the old stuff worked better. Yeah, it definitely drew the public more to more toward her. So um, I think she knows her fans well enough mm-hmm. to, to know, she to know that that's the type of music a lot of them fell in love with and a lot of them really appreciate and love. So yeah. I think... Knowing that her fans have that that certain appeal, then she'll she'll probably make some more music along those lines. Well, let's hope and pray that <laughs> she does not f up her next album. So, I Drew, so. what is your second deep cut? My second deep cut is from the Born This Way era, and that deep cut is called Government Hooker. Take oh. a listen. Okay, so that was Government Hooker 
of course, by Lady Gaga from her Lady, Lady Gugu from her Born This Way album, and this is one of my deep cuts, just because I distinctly remember when I first listened to this album that this was a standout to me. It just made it just made me stop and like wonder, like, oh my gosh, like this song is so unique and so interesting. Yeah, it was originally on my short list, hmm. and I remember the moment I first heard the song was um, she actually did a little snippet of it at, a, like, a live show. Oh, yeah. And did you ever see that clip recording? I don't think so. Oh, no. my God. And, like, it was before the album was released, and, like, she performed the song, and it was, I just remember, like, oh, my God, those beats. Yes. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, I need this song. Yeah. They're just such hypnotic beats, and the synthesizers, and it's it's got a mix of, like, synth pop and techno, and, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's just a really unique combination of sounds. And I love that she... Makes it completely gaga. Like, oh, yeah. It's so gaga. Yeah. The she, gothic, like, intro and all that. Yeah, she throws her name out there at the beginning, <laughs> which is so iconically gaga. And then she has these other ad-libs in the song. She she has the male voice that's yeah. um, providing actually a good amount of vocals, not necessarily vocals, but um, background sonics in the song. Um and then she's got laughs, and then I meet Paquito. Yeah. Um, so it's <laughs> Papito, I think. <laughs> Whatever. Papito. <laughs> Whatever it is. So it's just got like a lot of weird elements, which yeah. makes it so distinctly Lady Gaga. It's a busy song. It's so yeah, busy. There's a lot going on. And I remember during her interview days promoting the record, she was talking about sledgehammer beats, mm-hmm. like being on the record, and literally this is the definition of what she meant. Mm-hmm. Like the track, honestly, like the beats just go at it and it's um honestly like the 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 whole vibe of it, you know, it's it's a lot, but it's it works really well. Yeah. And um I know DJ White Shadow produced it, but mm-hmm. uh, I just learned DJ Snake actually co-produced it too. Oh, okay. Because uh, him and White Shadow are friends. But yeah. I have to say, like, I love any work with DJ White Shadow and Lady Gaga. Like, they make magic together. They make really great music. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I know she didn't work on him really for the last one. I think just a couple for... For, um, for a, Joanne. For Joanne. Mm-hmm. But just, like, I don't know. I mean, this is a winning combination. Yeah, absolutely. And... I feel like she made this song with the intention of it being played at a club. Like, yeah. she she knew that a big majority of her fans were from the LGBT population. And, oh, she and, made this for the gay community. Yeah, yeah. So she had this song, and she made this song with them in mind. Well, and it's written through the lens of Marilyn Monroe with John F. Kennedy, obviously, because you guys, heard, if you guys ever take a lesson to the bridge... Yeah, put your hands on me. Yeah, John F. John Kennedy... F. Kennedy. It is the most sexiest bridge ever. Like, the, the lyrics are really weird. Yeah. Um, but, like, honestly, this, the whole tone of the song is amazing. It's my dream to play this in one of my cycle classes one day. But <laughs> Is it forbidden? <laughs> no, it's not forbidden. I just got to make sure it's the right tone, you know, because it's, it's a weird song. Yeah. But yeah. it the beats, I mean, God. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's an yeah. amazing track. And it definitely goes hand in hand with the overall theme of Born This Way, where she's she's singing about female empowerment mm-hmm. and being who you who who you were born to be so i think it fits really well into into that landscape of songs um for that album specifically yeah so it's a good pick yeah. i was on my short list yeah all right what's your second deep cut so my second deep cut 
is um, one off of probably my favorite Lady Gaga album. Is it Art Pop? Art Pop. <laughs> and it is called Swine. Ooh. Go ahead and take a listen. So that was Swine by Lady Gaga's art pop album, her third, right? Oh my God, is it third? Yeah, third studio record, because the fame... Her, her third LP. Third yeah. LP, the fame monster does not count. <laughs> um, I always get in fights with people over that. Um, See, I think it's technically her fourth. Uh, meh. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time I heard this track, I was absolutely mesmerized. I remember it was at the iTunes Festival in 2013. The Swine Fest. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was Southwest Southwest. Or it wasn't even Southwest. No, she called the she called Swine Fest? iTunes Festival I don't Swine Fest. That. Wow. Yeah. Well, I remember like she had like these people like literally pigs, people with pigs masses like mm-hmm. hanging from the ceiling, yeah. like paint everywhere. Like it was just like this madhouse and I'm like, what Ugh. the hell just happened? It was wild. It was wild, <laughs> but like it worked. And to me, the song is a lot like Government Hooker that we just talked about because it has those same like sledgehammer beats. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like the definition of like a pop record that was created in the EDM era. Oh yeah. Um, like th- this time EDM was like hot, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and oh my God, like the song... The song is lyrically about something really sad, which is about rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's talked about it in different interviews about how this song is about how she was sexually assaulted or sexually abused, whatever the case might be. Um, and this is her her response her to that, um, that situation. So um, you can definitely sense the anger. The, the anger and the fury yeah. in, in these lyrics. And she compares her... Her um, assaulter to a pig, pig or yeah. a swine, so which he is, and to me, like that channeling of that energy is you can hear it and feel it, mm-hmm. and like when I'm at the gym, like I go hard at this song. Oh yeah, because the lyrics, like with the anger, match up with the like, again that, that fast pace, come to the dance floor type of beat. Yeah, there's there's this build up in the song of the drop. At, at like, well, there's the drum machines that build up like, duh, 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 duh. yeah, yeah, and we've we've danced to this song at so several times. parties, so and I, I know you always are like, yeah, dance to it, because <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those songs that make you want to just go at it. Yeah, the the biggest drop, which is like three quarters into the song, um, it's kind of where a bridge should be, like the hugest drop I've probably ever heard in a song, mm-hmm. um, at least a pop song, and yeah. It, honestly, the song gives you goosebumps when you listen to it. There's so much adrenaline in mm. it. It's it, it goes like zero to a hundred right away, and it yeah. doesn't let up. No, it does at not. All. It continues to go at it. Um, so honestly, like to me, 
this is probably one of her best tracks because she took a very unfortunate life situation and then channeled it into an, an art piece. Mm-hmm. An yeah. Art pop. <laughs> yeah. You've got to applaud her. No yeah. pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a highlight from art pop. And Was it on your short list? Uh, it was. But then I, I had a, I had another art pop song that I felt was a little stronger as far as a deep cut. Is this your third one? This is my third one. Shut up! What is it? Um, my third deep cut is also from Art Pop, and it is called Sex Dreams. So take a, so take a listen. And it was kind of dirty all night, and the way that you looked at me helped me. Lady Gaga's Art Pop album. Um, and that was my third deep cut. And third and final deep cut. Third and final deep cut. <laughs> and this song was also played at the Swine Fest mm-hmm. that we just mentioned earlier. And it under it had undergone a couple of changes. changes. I thought so. Okay, yeah. so is that confirmed? Because literally, I, one of my notes I wrote is that like, I remember the first time I heard it on that festival, yeah. I loved it so much. But then when I... the Recording release, I was like, wait, it doesn't even sound like it. Yeah. I still like it, but... The bridge is different. In the, what was the other one like? It was... I can't remember exactly, but... Um, I gotta listen to that. I, I think I like the original version better than the studio version. Yeah, well, there was another song in that festival that changed, too, which was... Um, I want to be with you. Yeah, I want to be with you, which later turned into dope. dope. Yeah, but anyways, I digress. Yeah, so this song is really interesting. It's It's kind of got, like dual voices going on it's one voice is saying like oh i'm having these fantasies these sexual um dreams about um this one person but then i'm like with someone else so Mm -hmm. it's very naughty it's very um very dirty almost every pop star every female pop star needs like a sexual empowerment anthem and this is definitely i feel like probably gaga's sexiest and most sex focused song Mm -hmm. and I remember it being so, like, dirty and naughty. Like, I mean, it's about someone fantasizing about someone else when they're yeah. in a relationship and, potentially, I don't know, potentially even, like, cheating on him. Yeah. And honestly... At least thinking about it. Well, I, I used to feel guilty listening to the song. Like, because <laughs> I was in a relationship at the time it came out, and I was like, oh, like, it's such a good song, but, like, do I really want to endorse, embrace a song that's talking about thoughts of cheating? Sure. To be fair, though, I'm sure... It's something that goes through a lot of people's minds who are in relationships. I don't know what you've been in, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, not necessarily the thoughts of cheating, but just having those fantasies about other people. A dream about someone else. Yeah, it it, does happen. It's a very realistic and a very legitimate thing that happens to a lot of people. So um, I think think she should be... I I think she should get praise for... 
touching a subject yeah. that's not very it's very taboo to talk about that it type is. of thing and I, I really couldn't name one song that talks about pretend, the thought of cheating mm-hmm. like there, Unfaithful by Rihanna is about cheating mm-hmm. but like I guess the yeah that, that taboo subject of like no one wants to admit it but I think in a relationship you definitely have times where you think about and fantasize about someone else yeah right? sure the song definitely captures that but I think is, which is why I love it and I the, the whole tone is amazing mm-hmm. but like I always felt guilty listening to it yeah no that makes sense but I mean I think Gaga's intention was to kind of open up about herself and kind of make other people feel like it's okay if you do have those well those and thoughts. she does say cause I'm broken you know like mm-hmm. like the, she's obviously not feeling fulfilled and she's just feeling depressed and is maybe channeling it to the wrong energy so yeah I think she does a good job of capturing a very real feeling that people don't talk about a lot yeah let's talk about the sound though like the sound mm-hmm. of it is so like it's very futuristic and it's it's in line with the rest of art pop sound and I yeah. I definitely think art pop was ahead of its time as well like mm-hmm. people were not ready for it and that's probably why yeah. it got a lot of criticism it's a very noisy weird album yeah but i mean i think i think i appreciate it now even more than when i first heard it back in 2013 um it's definitely an album that can grow yeah um but yeah it's very futuristic it's um it's again very synthy got those those um, heavy sonics in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, very the synths sul- are amazing. Like very it's sultry. Just, it's a, it's honestly a sexy beat matched with a sexy song. Mm-hmm. Um, the production again. DJ it might as well be a DJ White Shadow. He did mostly every single on song on that. And like album. I again, he makes magic with her. Just yeah. makes magic. Yeah, so that's my third and final deep cuts. So, in addition to being a DJ White Shadow episode, this might as well be an art pop episode. Because, oh, another art pop? Yes, another art pop wow. one. Um, this one is off art pop, and it is called Donatella ah, by Lady Gaga. Take a listen. Tailor these clothes fit your guilt. What's your size? This purse can hold my black card and tiara Versace promises I will dolce vita What do you wanna wear this spring? What do you think is the new thing? What do you wanna wear this season? deep cut pick which was Donatella um, off of Art Pop as well mm-hmm. and it's getting a lot of attention oh my god I mean honestly I think Art Pop arguably I mean it's my favorite record I don't know about you I think it's my second favorite behind the fate monster could have fooled me off of today's episode <laughs> um, but similar and I would use this term again those sledgehammer beats are omnipresent in this song um, it's such a go hard 
song about a very famous icon, Donatella Versace. And yeah, and Gaga is very close friends with uh, Donatella Versace. So they look alike. They do look alike. Um, but I remember when she was promoting the album, she said that this track was for her, kind of an homage to, yeah. to Donatella Versace. So, um, and it's also an homage to, to fashion in general because Gaga is very into her fashion, as we all know. Um, so, I think this is a song literally made for gays. Um, <laughs> off of our, well, she top. mentions gay in the, in the yeah, song. yeah. I mean, like this song is like made for the dance floor, made for the gays. And honestly, like, again, this is probably one of my, like, go-to workout songs, especially with that sexy bridge again. Like, mm-hmm. she just knows how to make a good pop song. And mm-hmm. this is, like, the definition of what she knows best is combining, you know, these themes with uh, amazing beats. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I wrote that when I actually first heard the song back in 2013... I just imagined myself like strutting down a runway, <laughs> strutting down a runway, and I would I have an image in my head now. I would, no lie, I would actually strut to this oh song. Oh my god! <laughs> when they do slate, slate towards the end. Well, that's for fashion. Isn't it's it? a transition. They do slate, slate, and then oh. it goes. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I would, I would literally do that in my dorm room <laughs> um, because this song was on repeat for me. Um, once Art Pop came out, it was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened? It didn't make your shortlist, did it? It didn't make my shortlist. Interesting. And I think the reason is because I think the lyrics can be somewhat cringy um, with the mention of, you just had a salad today. Yeah. Um, but it's it's tongue-in-cheek. You know? The whole song is tongue-in-cheek. Like, yeah. She doesn't mean that, you know, like, don't rock the runway, don't puke or something like that. Or like. Yeah, I know. It's, but... It's, she's emulating what people think Donatella is, which is this, mm-hmm. you know, high fashion bitch, essentially. Sure. I know that. Yeah, I know it's tongue-in-cheek, and I know it's poking fun at the whole, like, model and fashion mm-hmm. industry, but, um, yeah. Just the lyrics are somewhat not my favorite, so yeah. it, it's... It's a reason it didn't make my top three. It is definitely sonically one of my favorite songs of hers. Yeah. Um, because that beat drop when she's like, Donatella, mm-hmm. and everything after that is just, yeah, it's hard to resist not dancing to. It's, um, I can only imagine the video, like how video would like this to look oh like. Oh my gosh. High, like, high fashion, like. I almost get, almost be like almost be like guy the GUI mm-hmm. video with like long hair like like Donatella yeah. and I don't know like this is to me this album art pop had so many songs that probably were not good for radio but like I think it was truly an album for the fans where yeah. Lady Gaga didn't really give it f she just went went all at it yeah and there's so much missed opportunity here from a commercial standpoint yeah it, by. By a far margin, it was definitely her worst album commercially. Um, Although, well, I guess Joanne was sold well commercially. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it had the singles um, that were easily able to be promoted. But um, Art Pop, well, that was during a time when she she lost her 
her manager and she fired him. She fired him and she was just going through a big transition in her yeah. in her career. So well, and the album we lovingly call it Art Flop because it didn't do as well as her other records. It's her worst performing record yeah. if we're talking about sales. Um, which is unfortunate cuz it's a dynamite album and um, and there was this whole um, visual app that she promised that didn't come to fruition. I, I remember I had to download it too. I'm like, yeah, me too. And I was <laughs> counting down the days till it actually. She was supposed to release unreleased music on it. Like, yeah. and then she had the do what you want situation where her video never came out. Mm-hmm. It was just a mess of an era yeah. as far as um, promotion and and the commercial success of it, but. You can't deny that the songs on it are just yeah great. It's a great album. Yeah. So those are our six favorite deep ah. cuts by Lady Gaga. Yeah. So do we want to decide yeah. what's the best of the deep cuts? So it's going to be hard. Why don't we do this? Why don't you pick your favorite of your three? I'll pick okay. my favorite three and see if we can come to consensus. <laughs> okay. Um, so Drew's three... Were mine were Monster, Government Hooker, and Sex Dreams. And mine were AAA. Oh, sorry, it was AA. Nothing else I can say. I always say AAA. Swine and Donatella. Hmm. Drew, what is your favorite of your deep cuts and why? Um, dun, dun, dun. I'm gonna have to go with Government Hooker. Hmm. Um, just from the moment I first listened to it, it was instant, instant love for me. So. I have to go with that one. And I'll go with Swine. Um, That's your think, favorite? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's such a unique song where you channel anger into art. And to me, it's representative of everything that Lady Gaga does well, which she does great. She writes great music. I'll give her that. She knows great pop music. And she knows how to make pop music that's unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She definitely can, can stand out from the crowd. Yeah. No doubt about that. So is there, can we decide on which one's better? Um, <laughs> or do we not want to cross that road? I mean, I love Government Hooker. Yeah. But I also love Swine. Yeah. I love Swine too. Yeah. I it think was, both are great songs. Yeah. DJ White Shadow, please call Lady Gaga right now. <laughs> Say, if you guys are not working on her next record, do it now. Although your favorite, I think your favorite producer is working with Who? her. I think Blood Pop's working with her again. Oh, really? I think so. I, yeah, I had high expectations for Joanne because I loved I loved Blood Pop, but... Joanne is an album that has not grown on yeah. me. It's like, it was exciting at the moment, but it's kind of dwindled in its... In its, it's not a classic. Replay. It's a flash in the pan. Value. Yeah. But that's why I have a Star is Born soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that's another day. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed our episode. Um, you know, we're, again, we're doing something different, yeah. um, really profiling this. And honestly, I think above anything else, what we really want you guys to do is to look beyond the singles of an artist and look into mm-hmm. what their catalog includes. Yeah, the singles are the popular songs, the ones get that get all the radio play. But an artist has a lot more than just their their commercial singles. So yeah. take a listen to the the songs we recommended and we'll include them on our website at boptothismusic.com as well as our social feeds. Yeah, and you can always sound off and tell us what you think. Tell us off as well. <laughs> well, this is Mike and Drew. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>